Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Delora, we are back, my friend. How are you? How was your weekend? Oh, I'm doing well. My weekend was great. We've had the privilege of having guests back to back. Um, shout out to my girlfriend, Aaliyah. Shout out to my girlfriend, Tony. And so this was our first free weekend. So it was, it was really nice. Nice. I know you guys are like, this episode is Thursday. Why are you talking about last weekend? But we haven't got a chance to talk. So I was just curious. I got to set up my home office, which was everything. Very nice. It is. I'm not a techie person. So I was so nervous about like, getting monitors how am I gonna how does any of this really is it going to work am I gonna mess anything up it was so smooth and thank you to Best Buy y'all still have some great service because I tell you one of their computer people helped me with everything that I needed and I so appreciated it he was like you have no idea everybody does home offices these days it's the norm now so thank you Best Buy hats off to y'all appreciate y'all and then I got to get some brunch on I got to do a little poolside rooftop time so it was nice oh we did that too there's an aquatic center here and of course with the little one that's all she talks about (laughs) I was the true mom and I just had a good romance novel and just sat on the sidelines (laughs) (laughs) yeah we didn't have our swimsuits so we just did you know little dip put your feet in the pool because it's exactly it is exactly outside so oh and i'm reading by the book by jasmine guillory black girl magic i've read almost all of her books and so i'm really excited about this one nice well guys if you're new to the pod you may not know but for recap nation y'all know what it is it's thursday so it's time to get into some tea with some quick headlines and some hot topics. Thank you so much for joining us. Delora. First up, girl, we got to talk about the Beebs. The Beebs is going through some health issues. And this is interesting, too, because it's kind of on the heels of Haley going through her health issues. Yes, ma'am. So it's like, man, what's going on in the Bieber household? So Justin, unfortunately, is battling Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which is a rare virus that causes partial facial paralysis. He said that he is improving each day. He's really leaning in his faith through his health issues. But, you know, it's been a lot and a lot to have to share publicly because he's been, you know, down and out. He had to put his Justice World tour on hold while he recovers. And, you know, just for a minute there talking about how it was difficult to eat, all of those things. Um, Ramsey Hunt syndrome, for those who don't know, is when the shingles outbreak affects the facial nerve near one of your ears. It's caused by the same virus that causes chicken pox. Um, and that's per the Mayo Clinic. I'm reading an article from Yahoo.com. So, Delora, were you aware of this news when it first broke? How did you find out about what was going on with Justin? Great question. 
I was not aware of this. Uh, it took, you know, him making the announcement on social media and I saw it through his account as well as Good Morning America because they went further into it. It was really heartbreaking because it was striking. That video, him not being able to move half his face. Right. And you mentioned Haley's health issues, but we cannot forget he has Lyme disease. And so that uh, came out during his documentary several years ago that explains physically from what fans can see, you know, his pillar appearance. I don't think there's a cure for that. I just hope they're doing okay because this is really scary stuff. And when stuff like this happens where you don't have control over some of the health issues, you you can get a level of anxiety around it, right? Absolutely. And he had just started coming out forming again after taking a break like the rest of the world in 2020. But even before that, much prayers and good vibes to that Bieber household. I know. It's... um. To your point about the anxiety, it's definitely caused me even some anxiety because I have had chicken pox, just like I'm sure you've had chicken pox. Yes, ma'am. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, you know, usually shingles is something that affects you when you get older, just like when Haley dealt with, you know, the situation with having a mini stroke. Usually that's also something that you have to be mindful of as you're older. So the fact that they're both going through it and they're still so young is definitely scary. But it's been informative. So I am glad that he shared this information so that people are at least aware of it. Because, you know, they talked about it on different shows. One doctor said, you know, usually it goes away within a week, a a few weeks, a few months, some people longer. So at least just having the knowledge is helpful. And Haley, when she appeared, I believe, on live with Kelly and Ryan, spoke about the fact that, you know, she's doing better. She's given herself a chance to heal. Justin's doing better and that this has brought them closer than ever. So if nothing else is beautiful, that they're able to lean on one another in their marriage. So. Yes. But it is kind of scary because they're both so young. So young. <laughs> yeah. So young, but hopefully these will be the end of, you know, these type of health problems that they have for the foreseeable future. So wishing you guys the very best as Delora said. All right, Delora, let's move on to our next quick headline. Rebel Wilson possibly was forced to reveal her girlfriend, Delora. Last week, Rebel posted a picture with her female partner, U.S. fashion designer Ramona Agruma, to her Instagram. She has 11 million followers currently, according to an article by The Guardian. She received a lot of positivity, but the next day, the Sunday Morning Herald ran a column by journalist Andrew Hornery, who said he had already approached Rebel's representatives ahead of her post, requesting comment for a story about her relationship, and that Rebel had gazumped him by choosing to come out on her own terms, perhaps before she was ready to. The column has since been removed. He has apologized and said that he owns his irresponsible behavior, but I mean, that's a lot to kind of process and absorb. And even Rebel tweeted that it was a very hard situation, but she's trying to handle it with grace. Laura, how do you feel about the possibility of Rebel being outed before she was ready to reveal this information publicly? First of all, it's insane because it's 2022. Who writes these type of articles anymore? <laughs> like, mind your business. It's the audacity for me. The fact that the reporter took the time 
to say, oh, you know, I got scooped by the person who you're trying to scoop. What? And y'all had only given her two days to respond before you were going to put something in print. That's insane. It is. And during Pride Month. Okay. Of all months, right? So very disappointing to hear this story. Very disappointing that Rebel was pressured because, again, it's her business and she has the right to disclose whatever she wants. I hope she's doing okay. You know what I mean? Like we always hear these type of stories on uh, fake TV, right? (laughs) Fantasy TV scandal and things like that, trying to control your narrative. This is really ugly. It's not, it's not a good look for that reporter. And honestly, the reporter would have been better off keeping their mouth shut because Who's going to really want to, you know, talk to him now? Really? Seriously. I think it's so odd to think that he was offended by the fact that she revealed information about her own life. Exactly. So odd to me. And at the same time, it just showed, unfortunately, his priorities. It showed his lack of humanity to a certain extent that you cared more about being the first to something than about the person whose life you were impacting. Yeah. And I believe he is a gay man. That's what I thought too. I didn't, I wasn't able to confirm it. So I was really surprised by this. I read Uh, that in one of the things that I looked at when I was researching for the show, I'm pretty sure I read that if I'm wrong, I apologize. But then you of all people should know better because you've personally gone through this journey. Exactly. Exactly. But to your point, um, Delora, who still does this? I don't care who somebody is dating. That's none of your business in the first place to be the one to think you should be the one to report on it before they are ready to declare it, no matter what type of relationship it is, no matter who the person is. Like, we definitely have gotten too used to feeling like we have ownership over the lives of public figures. That's insane. TMZ, B. Scott, they have definitely been guilty of trying to hurry up and be the one, um, especially in terms of, unfortunately, deaths. This outing people, it's a a bad culture. Everybody wants to be the first because social media is like a freaking wildfire, but have some integrity. Again, you could have just kept this to yourself, sir. Absolutely. And to your point, I'm not sure his response and his apology really makes it any better, but hopefully you've learned your lesson. All right, let's move on to our next quick headline. J-HUD is now the youngest person ever to be an EGOT winner, Delora. Can you freaking believe it? It's so amazing. So amazing. I'm so happy for her. She made history Sunday night and joined the elite EGOT club. EGOT, for those who are unaware, is an artist who has won an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award in their career. There are less than 20 people in this exclusive club with Jennifer now making 17. I don't think I had realized that she was this close to EGOT. I don't know where I had been, Delora, but I love that she, in a CNN article I'm reading, said, I got a dog and named it Oscar, and then I won my Oscar, and then I got a dog and named it Grammy, and then I won my Grammy. So I think I should get some dogs and name them Emmy and Tony. And it'll give me good luck and I'll win. They're like my good luck charms. So obviously her method is working. 
she was manifesting the heck out of this for sure. She even had a ring that had EGO. Mm-hmm. So what I didn't know was her Emmy. I knew about obviously the Oscar and the Grammy, and I knew she was vying for the Tony for some time because she was even a part of the Color Purple revival uh, starring Cynthia Revo, which put her on, you know what I mean, several years ago. But she didn't get that Tony Love Cynthia did. And that was also a tough year, too, because that's when Hamilton was a juggernaut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So for her to get it through her producing credits, which is very similar to how Whoopi got hers, brilliant, brilliant. And, you know, sometimes people try to get technical with the EGOT because they were trying to, um, they tried to play Whoopi at one point saying she had a daytime Emmy and not a evening Emmy. And we're like, we're, are we really going to do this? Are we going to do this now? No, people are haters. People are haters. And yes, she, uh, Jennifer did win for producer of a musical a strange loop for yes, those yes, who are yes. unaware and if you check out a recapping podcast on instagram i had several a strange loop videos because they were like the big show everyone was anticipating um going into tony night and um it was a great great story from cbs morning so Super, super excited. Mina Harris is also a producer on A Strange Loop, who's the niece of the one and only Vice President Kamala Harris. <laughs> so it's um, it's very exciting. Uh, I think the only other person that is waiting uh, with bated breath is, of course, Lynn Manuel Miranda, who's waiting for that Oscar. And they said that Viola Davis is very close. So she just needs a Grammy. So I don't know if she'll read something and get her Grammy. Oh, her book just came out. There we go. There you go. Audio book. Three Black Women in that club. That would be fire. I was just going to say, I just wanted to wrap it up by saying that Jennifer is only the second Black woman following Whoopi Goldberg to reach EGOT status and third Black person following Whoopi and John Legend. To achieve EGOT status. So it's definitely huge and uh, absolutely would love to see more Black magic in the EGOT status stratosphere. I need to put an asterisk and say, why are people talking about freaking Quincy Jones? He has a freaking EGOT. He is producer of um, TV, obviously all his music work. He has an EGOT. Nobody counts him in this list. And I, I'm really curious on why he's not included in these conversations. So I don't know. Again, I don't one think of my I was favorite, aware of that either. Girl, yes. One of my favorite documentaries of all time is on Netflix, Quincy. Oh, I, and I watched it. And I don't even remember that. <laughs> but yeah, I watched it. That was really good. Sorry, Quincy. All the love. Let's move on to our next quick headline. Matt James. We talked about The Bachelor. Do we? Yes. <laughs> I absolutely need your thoughts on wax. Okay. Matt James, former Bachelor. We talked about The Bachelor. We talked about it a bit during his run. And girl, apparently he spoke some type of way now about his portrayal. Okay. He spoke to the LA Times and talked about all sorts of ish. Let's go back in time. James was starring in what has been billed as a landmark season for The Bachelor. Following nationwide protests sparked by the murder of George Floyd, the hugely popular reality franchise, which had been criticized for years 
for racism and cultural insensitivity throughout his 20-year history, moved quickly to try to show solidarity. So obviously, Matt James got to kind of usurp the usual process. He was never on The Bachelorette, none of that, and got hailed as the first Black Bachelor. But he was apparently so disappointed when the season debuted, and he felt like, oh, they're not trying to focus on me and my accomplishments as a Black man and all the things that I've overcome. They're just trying to focus on the drama. He said, there was nothing to lay the framework, my background, who I was, or why I'm here. The show went straight into seeing these women doing crazy things. It was very frustrating to watch. As the season progressed, he said the filming did not abate. He reasoned that producers had shifted gears without telling him, failing to show him as an accomplished young Black man who had overcome many challenges. He bristled as members of the massive Bachelor Nation fan base called him bland, boring, and some even labeled him an uncle. Where's the line? <laughs> Laura, in summation, he's basically saying he was misrepresented, girl. He had had conversations with contestants that was not aired. He had a very heartfelt conversation with um, the former ho- host who we will not continue to name on this podcast and <laughs> talked about the agony of feeling like he was under pressure to have to choose a black woman, all these things, right? He was missing part of that mess. He said, but it wasn't long enough, Delora. It was such a long time. It wasn't long enough. How long? How long are black women supposed to sit through that? He was misrepresented. Give me, so I saw this article, right? And I almost sent it to you. And I was like, I'm not sending her this bullshit. I saw it. You know, I did. I know you did. But I didn't even know how to put it. So I was like, you know what? I'll just bring it up on the podcast so we can get your thoughts on wax. When you saw this headline, when you saw this article, obviously he's trying to sell books now because he's about to put out a book. How'd you feel about this supposed misrepresentation of the first Black Bachelor? Rachel tried to warn you? Like, I really... Was it a misrepresentation, though? Because even after The Bachelor, again, he was absolutely boring. Again, I re- we talked about him having this conversation about, oh my goodness, I have this pressure to pick a Black girl and I don't want that pressure we knew black women all were also already knew he was gonna pick somebody white anyway. <laughs> I mean, again, we talked about this previously during the season. Ashley, he has shown himself on Dancing with the Stars. I will say he does seem <laughs> I will say he does seem lighter and fun-loving, but he was goofy AF. Didn't change our opinion on that. Him being with this girl after, quote unquote, standing up to her at that awful after the rose ceremony. Uh, I think I have permanent, some type of permanent anxiety and damage for watching that bullshit. We also knew he was going to take her back because I don't know what else to say, Ashley. I Rachel did say that she felt like the producers, you know, don't do black contestants justice because they haven't had the, the experience and they also don't have black people in, behind the scenes, right? To speak up on cultural differences and things like that. But when it came to Matt James, I don't even think that was his problem considering his his upbringing, his, his general life. Like, you know what I mean? I think I I really am not seeing 
this deeper person, the serious <laughs> person that he's trying to claim that he is. What, what do you think, Ashley? I think that Rachel Lindsay said it best on Higher Learning when she said that she thinks this is an extreme exaggeration of the reality <laughs> of the situation. That tic-tac dance. <sighs> sure. You he may thought have he felt was like killing it. Sure, you may have felt like you were misrepresented to a certain extent, but who doesn't when they go on to, I can't even get the words out, who doesn't when they go on to a reality television show that they have no control over? Producers paint the narrative that they want that gets eyeballs and that creates entertainment. So for Matt James to think he was going to come on The Bachelor and suddenly break the mold of what The Bachelor is, he was delusional. Yes. If his hope was to somehow have a spotlight on who he is and what he's all about and make that the point of the series, that's not what The Bachelor is. You needed to go on a different show. So now if you're trying to say you were misrepresented, welcome to television. Welcome especially to reality television. Doesn't some housewives say this in almost every single season of Housewives? Every season. I was edited in such a way to make me look this way or that way. So, yes, I think it's over-exaggeration. I don't think you were having all these supposed deep conversations that you say you were having. And you also put yourself out there in certain ways. Granted, I didn't watch the whole season, but I hear everybody talking about that conversation he had with his daddy that was just so other world cringy. You put yourself out there for, unfortunately, this level of criticism. Mm. And I said, when everything was going down, you know, I don't want to pile on. I didn't want to pile on because I worry, you know, his mental health may be suffering. Other things may be suffering. But Matt, you can just, if you want to go on and live your best life with Rachel Kirkinell, do your thing, bro. Do your thing. I don't need, I don't, I'm not going to read your book. Who I can guarantee has not had a real conversation about race with, but that's a whole nother. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows what conversations they have in the privacy of their bedroom. You know, Van always talks about he thinks they play slave games. I have Uh, no idea. uh, I have no idea what they do as a couple, but I wish everyone all the best. But I do highly recommend having real life conversations with your partner if they are not of the same race or ethnicity. Especially with the heightened tension that he was going into the season. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway, Matt, live your best life. Let's move on to our final quick headline. Netflix has announced a Squid Games reality show, Delora. This was so interesting to me. I even had to do a post of our stories and a poll to see if people are really on this. I'm just so fascinated to know what this is going to look like, right? It's called Squid Game The Challenge, and they're going to have 456 players in real-life competition in a series of games for a record-setting $4.56 million prize. Obviously trying to mirror the game, but hopefully without the murder and violence. We'll see. Hopefully? Oh, my gosh. They better not. If somebody gets got, y'all y'all named it Squid Games. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Did, did we not learn anything from the series? 
and we get recapping, guys. So please go back and listen to our Squid Games recap. But Delora, what were your thoughts when Netflix announced this news? I thought this was a really cool idea. Um, there was this YouTuber who spent a whole bunch of money recreating the sets so he could have a party like it. Um, I think I heard about Teen that. Gang also had a Squid Game party at her and John Legend's house. Like it's it's a cultural phenomenon, you know? I'm not going to lie. I saw this uh, tweet on Twitter and it's one of the former Netflix employees and they were pretty much saying, so did I get fired for this biggest TV winning pot? You know what I mean? Uh, for Netflix. So, I mean, I don't know, man. It should be interesting. Should be interesting. What about you? Yeah, there will be 10 episodes. Um, apparently, you have to speak English, which is very interesting given the fact that this is a Korean television show. Ooh. So that's that's controversial. Yeah. But what do I think? I think that you will be crazy as hell to not ask a lot of questions before you go into this game. You think so? I think so. Again, I'm not saying that... Netflix is not going to do their best to make sure that this does not fully resemble the television show. But Delora, people are crazy. People are crazy. And to make it seem like there may not be somebody who goes on this game and wants to cut up and act a fool, I just, my mind goes there. My mind goes there. I doubt there'll be any weapons available. I, okay. <laughs> Take I mean, your word for it. I, I, there's definitely going to be you know, cutthroats and all that, you know, backstabbing and all that figuratively. <laughs> I hope you're right. I'm just saying it's a crazy world we live in. I hope you're right. They the applications are open, guys. Go to squidgamecasting.com if you want to sign up. Again, you must be English speaking and be able to understand English, but they are seeking contestants from around the world. So We'll see what happens. All right, Delora, time for these hot, hot, hot in these streets. Hot topics. First one up, your girl, Kim Kardashian, has ruined my girl, Marilyn what? Monroe's what? iconic dress. <laughs> what has Kim ever love been my setup. girl? You love that setup, <laughs> don't you? You love that setup. What did I say when we talked about the make gave What did I say? I said she should have never touched these. Kim's? desperation is so obvious to remain relevant in fashion like she was so dependent on Kanye and now that her crutch is no longer there we talked about this in our conversation of the Met Gala she was so busy trying to make a moment because she was the hottest girl there. There was no J-Lo, Beyonce, Rihanna was busy pushing out a baby. Like, you understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like, she was so busy trying to make a moment that she's just trying way too hard. And so you're going to go get Marilyn Monroe. Nobody asked for this. No one asked for it. She could have very well just worn the freaking duplicate. Exactly. 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 You could have just worn the replica. It could have been an a op, replica. An old, I apologize. Yeah. No, you're fine. It could have been an old to Marilyn Monroe, to this look, to this moment. The fact that you had to ask and that Ripley's 
in Orlando, Florida, mind you, really lent you the original dress that, again, was fit to Maryland to perfection. When I saw the video of one of the fittings and the way that they, the way that they pulled that dress up her body, I see why historians and people who were, you know, really into this as pop culture iconography are just utterly devastated by this because it was so upsetting to see the little regard for something that was the what highest auction item ever in terms of pop culture memorabilia. And Ripley's bought it. So what I will say this also, okay, so here, there was a risk. There was a risk when they lent it out and I'm surprised that Kim returned it in that condition. I mean, it could have been worse, I guess, but what are we expecting out of a 60-year-old gown fitting on a woman that it wasn't meant for? You know what I mean? So, Quick correction. Quick correction. It is the most expensive dress ever sold at auction. Quick mm. correction. There are risks, but again, this... I still blame Kim in the sense of she was so busy trying to figure out like what's going to make me stick out besides me dating Pete Davidson. (laughs) I don't know, man. I don't know. She needs to call La Roach or Jason or something and just she ain't got it by herself because by herself, all she's going to be is naked. (laughs) She's going to be in her skims, in her bathing suit. But any other time. No, just know your ministry. That's all I ask. I know there's been such a varied reaction from people making it seem like, who cares? This isn't a big deal. There are bigger issues. Obviously, there are always bigger issues. That's not the point. The point is, this was a famous historical garment that should have never been lent to her. She should have never tried to squeeze her ass into. It should have been left the fuck alone. I said it the first time we talked about it. I say it again. This dress has now been destroyed. Hopefully other celebrities will never have the audacity to do some shit like this, period. Do you think that Kim is going to do an interview apologizing? I really don't know. If anything, is going to be on a freaking show, that's for sure. She's going to be in tears on the floor. I just had no idea. I would have never done anything. I love Marilyn so much. I look and up to her. her. Her obsessions with some of these women also seem like I thought it was Liz Taylor I thought it was like you know what I mean like it just they catch on to something and then it's like they have been obsessed with it this whole entire time which we know is not the case because we've been in their lives for over a decade at this point at this point they just need storylines when they're (laughs) now going to the grocery store to try to seem human they're just looking for storylines fabricating another sex tape that Ray J called him out on. Good for him. Speaking it his truth too. B-roll. <laughs> he has literally kept quiet about this for years and years and years. So good for you. But yeah. What was the coincidence though that the first episode would be about the sex tape? Just like the first show. It's not like, a coincidence. Are- I'm sure they plotted this out when they went to Hulu. Oh, we've got a great storyline for the first episode. Here you go. You know what they're not going to be talking about? Astro World. No. No. Hasn't been mentioned at all. Hasn't been mentioned at all. But that's really it. Again, yes, there are bigger things in the world. 
that are going on that are more important, but we talk pop culture, and this is some pop culture BS. Leave it alone, kids. Leave it alone. Our final hot topic of today. Miss Britney Jean Spears is a married woman again. After five years, Britney has married her boot thing, Sam. Of note, they did sign a very ironclad prenup, so no worries there, kids. But they tied the knot. Fantastic. Absolutely. They tied the knot at her home, intimate ceremony in front of 60 guests, which included Drew Barrymore, Madonna, Paris Hilton, Selena Gomez. No big deal. During the ceremony, Brittany walked down the aisle in custom Atelier Versace. They both were wearing Versace before mm-hmm. she changed outfits three more times throughout the night. Based on pictures, based on the party, it looked like a freaking ball. I love that she got married on Thursday because she's a boss and that's what bosses do, right? Um, <laughs> I'm so happy for Brittany. I remember talking about her conservatorship on this freaking podcast mm-hmm. and it got real dark at times. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that we, a year later, she's able to marry this man that she loves. Her money is protected. Thank God. Because I was a little nervous that he was just, you know, staying around to gain access, if you know what I mean. Well, especially because she's spoken on the fact that there have been people around surrounding her for years who obviously did not have her best interest at heart. Well, that and they had such control over her. It was almost like they gave her access to certain men to be her boyfriends. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that went, but you you understand what I'm trying to say? It's almost yes. like give her a hot guy to keep her preoccupied so she's not aware of us taking her money <laughs> you know? if it turns out this is some manchurian candidate ish in the future we'll know we're gonna hear about that story <laughs> is he under this someone's is spell speculation all speculation but um I'm for y'all very... for y'all who don't know what the manchurian candidate is that i'm talking about he was basically like under mind control so that's what i'm saying go ahead Delora. yes she looked amazing and I was happy that she still had some friends in Hollywood. I, I was curious to see if she was going to have anyone show up, but to see Paris, which you, we know. That's throwback. A, I, I was about to say they have a serious history. Madonna, obviously recreating their iconic kiss. I'm not going to lie. I was surprised to see Selena. I didn't know she had a friendship with Britney, but it doesn't me surprise either. me. Selena looked like she was living her best life. Were you surprised Lindsay Lohan? wasn't there absolutely not who is Lindsay friends with today I don't know because they really weren't her friends then either she was just very desperate to get in the inner circle and Aww. they kind of made fun of her you know what I mean they kind of used her in some ways well didn't they call her like fire crotch or something derogatory yes. like that back in the day yes. I'm sorry to repeat it but because it's just ugh, it, it's but. gross yeah, I wasn't sure because, again, I don't know how genuine these relationships are in Hollywood. So I don't really know who's friends, who used to, who was just put on because it yeah. was popular at the, at the time. But you're right. It was nice to see, especially because of the ongoing controversy with her and her family, right? Like, Absolutely. None of them were there. None of them were there. None of them were invited. There were yep. rumors her brother was invited, but she's definitely dispelled that rumor with her latest Instagram posts going off on her brother Brian yeah 
it looked like a fairy tale and I'm so happy for her. She got everything that she wanted. Her dress was lovely. Of course, Donatella Versace. I'm like, yes, pull out the, you know, famous friends card, famous uh, designer card. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. She's still Britney Spears. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. all the, the craziness and all that, she's still Britney Spears. Unfortunately, the festivities were not without incident because as TMZ and a lot of other outlets reported her ex Jason Alexander armed with a knife live streamed himself getting onto Britney's property and inside to the second level of her home demanding to see her on her wedding day fortunately he wasn't able to make contact and cops came and arrested him but girl Britney fired her whole security team based off of this incident this I heard about this before I even knew that the wedding was happening that day agreed Agreed. I was so surprised. And I was surprised that he's so unhinged. He always seems very level-headed as Britney's first husband. He always talked about how, you know, he loved her and they didn't want them together, her management and family. But for him to do this stunt, I'm like, where is this coming from? Yeah, no idea. I have not kept up with him. I remember hearing about him here and there throughout time with things going on with her, but know back of my mind so it's unfortunate that this may have slightly overshadowed but I don't think that she let it obviously ruin any of her day or any of the memories she'll have of this day so her sons weren't there though were you surprised by that I didn't honestly give it a whole lot of thought like I don't think about it in terms of like oh her kids weren't there I think I thought it more like thank god you are in a happy place and in a good place and I'm sure whoever was there was there for availability or you know who knows Brittany may have planned this two days before and maybe it was Kevin's time custody time I don't know they're also teenage boys and if they don't have to be somewhere I'm sure they <laughs> choose not to be yeah choose not to be but no that's a good point good point that they weren't so hopefully there's no issues with them not feeling like they think this is for the best for their mom so Wishing Brittany all the best. I hope whatever honeymoon you go off on will be amazing. And live your best life, girl. Live your best life. Absolutely. Well, Delora, that is all we have for today for our quick headlines and hot topics. But what are we recapping for the people for Tuesday? Netflix, number one movie in the world. Hustle. Yeah. Adam Sadler. I'm really excited about this movie. I think, is this our second or third basketball movie? <laughs> uh, probably second. We did Space Jam. Okay. I feel second. Like we did something else. I think second. I'm like, I'm thinking about all the sneaker movies, but those we, aren't necessarily several sneaker just movies. basketball. <laughs> so this, this feels like, I know Space Jam was basketball, but this feels legit real basketball absolutely absolutely and i'm so excited well guys check that out if you haven't already and we'll see you next